On today's show, where did the Dallas Mavericks finish in the West? We'll tell you why they'll be a playoff team and more on today's Locked On Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks. I don't believe you shouldn't be here. Loyalty never fades away. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for being part of the show and making Locked On Maps your first listen every day, where the best way you can help us grow the show is to listen every day and comment anything below. Let us know in the comment section, where will the Mavs finish in the West? Give me a number. First, second, third, let, us, let me know. Fifth, sixth. Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use the code LOCKDOWNNBA for $20 off your first purchase. And joining me, as always and forever, is my co-host, writer, contributor, Mavs.com, Studio 41, the prediction prince that was promised, the one more thing king, which you got for me, Isaac Harris. Go Rangers. Let's go. Go and Be- take it. Be- <laughs> it's the most aggressive kind of- hashtag I've ever seen. Yeah, it's kind of too long of a hashtag, but no. It uh, works. If you don't if you don't follow baseball, Texas Rangers and the ALCS, which is kind of like the Western Conference Finals in baseball, and they're playing the those Astros, the Trash Astros, <laughs> the Trash Astros. But they took Game One, so it's yeah, cool. it's cool seeing a, we, another. By the way, we do have a Lockdown Rangers. Our friend Bryce Patrick hosts it. Go check out Lockdown Rangers after you listen to this show. Make it your second listen today. Uh, we got Lockdown Rangers, MLB. We've got all kinds of. We got Lockdown Cowboys too. If you're interested in that, we got all kinds of stuff here at Lockdown. So go Monday check out night, that. Cowboys, Chargers. Listen to Lockdown Cowboys before the game. Big Big Dallas Week. Big Dallas Sports Week right now. Maybe. Hopefully. <laughs> Maps play a preseason game. <laughs> Today's show, we're going to get into our predictions. We do this every year. Uh, I went back and (laughs) and looked at what our predictions were last year. We've been doing this since 2017. We've been doing, or 2018 predicting. And we go, it goes all the way back for us. And so we're going to predict where the Mavericks finish in the West this year. And go through the entire West, see where we, where we fall, who we have too high, who we have too low, who's the easiest to predict, like hardest to predict and all that kind of stuff. So let's start here. The Dallas Mavericks have to get back in the playoffs. They've made some moves. They got Luka and Kyrie, one of the best duos in the NBA. But the perception of the Dallas Mavericks, I had such a hard time going, well, how can they be better than the Kings? How can they be better than the Grizzlies? How can they be better than the Timberwolves after they looked so bad against them in preseason, right? Like, I had such a hard time going through it, and I just realized I have to rethink what the Mavericks are going to be this season. And I think going into this prediction and trying to figure out where they land in the standings, I have to think about what the Mavericks are going to be and not like be so attached to what I just, what I just saw back in April of the Mavericks just imploding in in front of me and being terrible because this is a different Mavericks team. Yeah. And and I think sometimes somebody, you know, some people will say, Hey, you are, you are, you are being biased. You know, whenever we say stuff, it's like, what? I mean, kinda, I mean, we are at media day, like hearing, you know, the, the best versions of some of these guys and talk about how, you know, it's going to work and how it's going to be different this year. It's like, I mean, it's impossible for me to hear that from somebody and like not at least factor it in there. Yeah, Mark Cuban signs your checks now. So I like that's a big deal. <laughs> we said we're not gonna talk about this. 
<laughs> I love how you opened the whole pod emphasizing like we've been doing this since 2017. And, uh, I also said forever and always instead of just, <laughs> just as always. Um, so yes, you do have to recalibrate how you think about this team compared to how they ended last year. <laughs> um, and, but it's also really hard to a point that I was trying to make of like, it is really hard to try to like take off that hat and to say like, all right, as much as I believe in the Luca Kyrie combo working this year, do they have enough? Do they have enough to stack up against these other teams? And that's where, cause you kind of like, if we're saying playoffs, right, are you saying top six? Or are you like top eight after it all shakes out? I have them at six. Okay, because I couldn't, I, I couldn't I think, get them. That's the highest I could possibly consider them even being even. Like I went full optimist, what I believe. <laughs> I was like, all right, sixth. I think that's the high. I, I think that's their ceiling. Because I, I think you, you now that now that we have the you know participation tournament there in the you know in the playing tournament, you kind of got joke falls flat every like every year, just continuing to, for you. It falls flat. Now that you're a team employee, it's totally fine for you to make this <laughs> joke. No, it's just now you got to go into every season saying, all right, are you a top six team? Are you playing team? Yeah. Are you a bottom five team for the, for the most part? And for me, I think you, you do got to start, start by saying, are you a top six team in the West? And if you're asking yourselves that question for the Mavericks, then you're at the same time asking, are there nine teams out there that you're really confident that you're better than? I know. And that's where it gets really difficult. As 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 optimist as I am with this team right now, that's where it gets difficult for me. Is like, man, I just don't know that there's nine teams that I'm very very confident that Dallas is a better team in right now. Because I was yeah. also for the past like month saying they're going to be making a trade for a big man. Well, I was wrong. They haven't made that trade yet. I guess they started Fair. a little bit of time before the season starts. Well, you but can do it in the season too before the trade deadline. I mean. Yeah, so like if they made that trade for a win now big and, you know, the rotation looks a little bit different, maybe I feel I probably feel, you know, a little bit more confident in that. Uh but right now you have them at 6. I actually have them as a play-in team right now. Well, one spot would yeah, if, yeah. I, if they're at 7, then then they do yeah. what what number do you have them at? Um I have an 8. It took that it took Isaac Harris that long to count to 8. I just want everyone to know that. I was looking at my tears. <laughs> I know you always do it in tears, but yeah, I, I, eight is a, where I had him at first. And then I, I rose him up cause I was like, all right, I'm just going to go full optimist on this and see what's, what's perfectly mm-hmm. possible for the Mavericks this year, because they do have, and I wanted to put them up where I'm like, all right, I don't want to feel r- stupid if they're better than this at the end of the, at the end of the season. Um, but you have to then look at which teams they are going to be better than. And that's super hard. If you look at FanDuel, FanDuel kind of gives you a window of like this is the this is the group that your team is in, and there's a big group that could be all over the place. The Mavericks are at 43 and a half wins. That's their over under. So if you think it's over, you think they're going to 44 or more games. If you think it's under, they're going to 44, 43 or less games. So the Mavericks at 43 and a half. You have the Pelicans, Thunder, Kings, Timberwolves. All at 44 and a half. That's four teams at 44 and a half. Like one more win than the Mavericks. Then you have the Grizzlies and the Clippers at 45 and a half. That's only one win more than what the Mavericks over under is. And then you have the Lakers at 46 and a half. Like that is, that is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight teams within one, two wins of each other 
according to FanDuel. That is such a bunch right there that like they could finish all kinds of different spots like they did last year. And it just takes a hot streak at the end of the at the end of the season, and all of a sudden, the Mavericks could be toiling in eight or nine, and they're like, or or, or ten. We're like, man, are they gonna miss the play in again? And Derek Lively isn't isn't playing as well. And then all of a sudden they can get hot at the end. And all of a sudden they could be six, right? Like there was a scenario where the Mavericks were out of the play in it at the end of last season. And then they just imploded it completely. And we're out of it. Yeah. Well, we go back to that, you know, the, the GM survey that we did a podcast on you know, last week, you know, there was a question there posed to all the GMs in the league. Who's the most unpredictable team uh, to predict this season, where they're going to finish. And the Sixers were first because I mean, you still know what's going on with them. But tied for second place were the Mavericks and the Thunder. And we we briefly talked about it for a little bit, but it just goes to show you that it's so hard to peg this Mavericks team because of, you know, they made the trade for Kyrie and so much is riding on Kyrie and Luka excelling at the highest level. And you just don't know fully because they played, what, 16 games together, 17 games together. We know the record and we <laughs> all that stuff. So it's like, what it, it there is a version in which they could finish if everything goes right there's a version that they could finish fourth or fifth in the west there's also a version that they're fighting for the 10th spot in the play-in sure yeah over the last month of the season and that's that's very real they're all over the place who do we have ahead of the mavericks who do we have behind the mavericks we'll go through our entire west standings prediction coming up But before we do, let me tell you about game time. Oh, the Texas Rangers, they be playing some playoff baseball, and Isaac and I were talking about it, and as soon as we started talking, man, that game three is going to be so fun. I went straight to game time, and we looked at tickets. We're looking at tickets right now. They have have a ton of tickets right now. They show you exactly the view from your seat. you got to love it. They show you what the price is for your seat. Uh, You can buy multiple ones together. They have flash deals that you can check out, exclusive ones, all kinds of different things. There's one right now. There's like, oh, dang, $112 each for two tickets. To pay, right. to pay like 100-something bucks to get, into, to get into this playoff game is going to be incredible. So check out GameTime, GameTime.co, or download the app, create an account, use the code LOCKDOWNNBA to get $20 off your first purchase so you can get money off of those Rangers tickets if you want to do that. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code, spell out LOCKDOWNNBA, uh, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-B-A. For the code, $20 off, download the game time. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed. Shut it down! Let's go Did I Ron Burgundy that and say spell out game time when I should have just spelled it out? Yes, I did. Maybe. Go yourself, San Diego. All right, Isaac. Thanks for hanging out with us on Locked On Mavs, being part of the show, part of the Raccoon Squad. If you want to support the show, text us, get text alerts from us on Mavs rumors and more. If you want to watch film with us, I do a watch back where I'll go back and watch a quarter or a section of the game and I'll point out things and I'll I'll look for ways that Derek Lively has been good and other ways that, that Luca was taking advantage of this matchup and things like that. If you want to watch film like that, subscribe to subtext, click the link in the description. You get text straight to your phone. I'll send you a link so that you can watch that with me. And, uh, and all kinds of other stuff, too, on there. Appreciate everybody that's on there and subtexting with us. All right, Isaac, the West standings. Let's, mm. let's, we, we talked about where we have the Mavericks. You have them a little lower than me. Probably first time, in the, <laughs> first time ever in our predictions that I'm a little higher on the Mavericks than you. Don't tell anybody. Uh, nor your new boss. I, I, will, I won't tell them. 
All right, let's start with number one in the West. I struggle with this the hardest of any position. I did East and West. I went through the whole thing, and I was like, I struggle with number one in the West the hardest out of any of these spots. Who do you have? How many teams were you debating? Well, I started with 15 because that's how many are in the West. And then I smacked that hat off of you. (laughs) How many teams at the top were you debating? I narrowed it down. I have a tier of five at the top. Holy crap! Five. I, have a I think there two. are. Fi- I think there are five teams that could end up being number one in the West. Uh, I think there's two. Who are the Dang. two? Denver and Phoenix. I can't do it with Phoenix. I see. I know. I think people are are, are are over. I feel people. I feel like people are overrating the depth thing. Whenever you have that, many it's the teams. center spot for me. It's it's some of its depth. It's like all right, some of these guys have got to be proven. All right, well. Like, what if none of them are? And then the center spot for me, like, we just saw Nurkic be not good for the for the Blazers. Like, he'll do yeah, some he'll do some good things for the for the Suns, but all of a sudden their defense without Aiton, like their defense all of a sudden becomes pretty suspect to me. Nurkic is a fun test case of either the Suns are gonna dunk over all over NBA Twitter, yeah. or NBA Twitter is gonna dunk on the Suns because it feels like they believe so much in this dude. And no matter who you follow, it's like, what? Like, what are they seeing? And the other thing that I have a hard time with the Suns is the health of Kevin Durant and Bradley Beal. Like, if I'm, go- if I'm going down with those guys as my number one team, like, th- they have to all be healthy. Because if you lose one of those, then all of a sudden your depth problem, where you're like, oh, well, at least they have Eric Gordon. At least they have, you know, uh, Grayson Allen. At least they have, you know, uh, like, Nabe. Okay, well, if you lose Kevin Durant, then all of a sudden – uh, that's your depth. Then all of a sudden, like they're not their their team on paper doesn't look as good as the Mavericks, even if they lose Kevin Durant for any amount of time, right? Like, yeah, I mean, it doesn't. So, so that that to if me they lose Durant. So let's say Durant goes down for like two months for with something, which he has for every single. All right. So Booker and Beal take out Kyrie and Luca. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, it's Nurkic, Eric Gordon. They don't look that, I mean, on paper, they don't look that much better than Mavericks. I'm just using that as a, as like an example of just to show how much their depth really will matter because they have stars that have been injured yeah. a lot. I mean, Beal's missed a ton of games too. So, yeah. uh, so that's why I just, I can't get them. I can't get them there for the Suns to number one. <sighs> I mean, I have Denver one, but I have the Suns in the same like tier. I think they're number two for me. And, and, and I get, I mean, you can make the same depth argument for Denver, and they're For asking sure. these rookies. I mean, Strother's looked awesome in the preseason, yeah. but it, I just, it's like I just believe in Jokic and, and Murray more than I do Booker and Durant to stay healthy. Yeah, and that, and that's valid. So, and that's probably ultimately why I have Denver at number one. I just did the whole health thing. <laughs> yeah, please talk me into the Lakers. I put the Warriors number one. Oh, okay, I have them at four. I think they bounce back. They only got fifty six games of Steph last year, and so I I think that. Like if you get more games of Steph, you'll bounce back. They also only got 37 Wiggins games. And it's not like he wasn't like, you know, like he wasn't healthy. He was just away from the team with that weird thing. They bring in Chris Paul, who I think will know their system better than a Jordan Poole, And I think will like help them later in games than, than what Jordan Poole did. There was some weird stuff with them last year with Steph throwing the mouthpiece and you know Jordan Poole taking shots and all that. And I don't know if you've already seen that, that clip of, of Chris Paul hitting hitting Steph Curry on the relocation three and yeah, Steph was nice. all excited about it. Like they that team, more than any team in this whole list, needs that kind of synergy and that kind of everybody working together in order for it to work. And if Chris Paul's already like buying into that, they'll be good in the regular season. I have 
tons of questions about them as a playoff team. Like I have more questions about the Warriors as a playoff team than the Suns, but I have the Warriors finishing one and I have the Suns finishing five. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's to be a whole conversation because I, I I do like the Warriors a lot. I do feel like you could make some similar arguments to the Suns and be like, all right, well, if Steph misses games, so fair, yeah, fair. Is it well, just but, you know fifty year old Chris Paul, you know, and backpack Draymond with Clay, you know, running around stuff, and he missed a ton of games last year, and they won forty four games. So yeah, so he doesn't. I, I mean, miss, I like then the- they could win seven more games, and then they're the number one seed. <laughs> I like the Warriors too. I'm assuming you have the Nuggets and Suns up in that tier. Yeah. Right. Uh, and I put the Lakers and Clippers up in that tier too. All right. I'm going to surprise you in a second, but I have the Lakers up there. Hurts my soul. I don't want to spend a lot of time on them. I think they made some good off, off season moves, especially after deep. what Dallas. Yeah. Especially after what Dallas did, you know, with, with Christian Wood, you know, <laughs> Sorry, were you uh, reading Christian Wood's statement after the? Yeah, yeah, I was. Oh, sorry. Okay, I was, okay, sorry, yeah. And he had I, some good possessions. Depending. I didn't see you reading, right. so yep. I just but you said it word for word. Giannis he, the other day. Um, is it a hot take to say that I don't think the Clippers make the playoffs? I'm out. I'm like all out. Wow. I think I think it implodes. Okay, well, so so that's they're different. Just, they're just old. I, I think I think they're old. I think they implode. I think I mean, let's just clip this and we'll probably make me look dumb. But it's like, all right, cool. You're starting Marcus Morris, Nick Batum, I don't like know these. If they're starting these guys. Marcus Morris. But it's like Robert Covington. Like you still got these dudes. It feels like they've had the same eight or nine players forever. Paul George and Kawhi. It's like, I mean, I'm just tired of like doing it. I'm tired of sitting there saying they're going to be at the top. Russ, okay, Russ is Russ. I just, I don't know. They had some weird stuff with like Ty Lue. Did he want to be there? He entertained some other stuff. They haven't extended Paul George or Kawhi, you know, yet. They're probably going to trade for James Harden, in which, you know, I could rethink it then. But I don't know. I just, I don't like anything. Uh, and they're my, in order for some of these other teams to stay, take a step forward, like a lot of people love, like, you know, the Thunder, or like some of these teams, some of these teams got to take a step back. And the Clippers are my best like pick of that for those. I'm I hear you. If you think they're going to implode, I, I'm I'm with you on that. They're also, I mean, they're not going to do the rest rule. They're going to do the rest rule this year, so those guys are going to play more games, which I think is probably better are for them they? regular season. I mean, yeah, Kawhi thinks that they're not going to play more games. Uh, they're also holding on to Terrence Mann. So according to Keith Pompey, our 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 locked on Sixers host. Terrence Mann is untouchable in trade talks, and he's oh. he's 27. So that's like their young guy, their young piece that they're really holding on to in this. If you talk about old guys, I do think Russell Westbrook gives them a, like he rejuvenated that team, and like I think that he adds that fire that that specific team needed. He's better on that LA team, yes, definitely. Way, I mean, way better. He was bad on yeah. the Lakers, but so I I think I think they'll be good. Yeah, I think they'll be okay. good. All right. It's just a lot. It's a lot of talent to bet against. Where do you put the Kings? Because I have the Kings in the second tier with the Lakers and Warriors. Now, remember, the Kings are in that same group with 44 and a half over under. I had them. So I had I had that top five where I think they're all pretty interchangeable. Warriors, Nuggets, Lakers, Suns, Clippers. They're all interchangeable to me. I don't think the Clippers maybe could be one, but everybody else I think could, could mm-hmm. run around. Then I have the Mavericks six. It's the high end. That's, not, that's the high end expectation. Grizzlies, I put seven. I think they take a step back because they don't have job for 25 games. They're also without Tyus Jones. They bring in Marcus Smart. 
So Marcus Martin, Desmond Bain are running your offense for a lot, a lot of the season. And I, mm-hmm. I'm not buying that. Like I'm, I'm not buying that offense being good enough to win some games. So I think they take a step back. Timberwolves at eight. I think they'll be good. I think cat cat and Gobert is, is that I don't like, I don't, I'm not buying that enough for them to jump into that top spot. That's more about ant for me. I mean, it, they'll be up there it's, because of ant, but I don't, yeah, I think like that Jane, Jane McDaniels. I love that wing combo. It's like one of my it's favorite great. wing combos. It should have, it, it should have spacing around it. <laughs> and yeah. It's got Gobert, but like their ceiling to me is the cat Gobert combo that that's, that caps them for me a little bit. Mm. I have the Kings at nine. Wow. So they're your step back team. They're my step back team. Them and the Grizzlies. All right. So continuity, you're not in on it. I like the continuity. Little, I just little I, one hit wonder. You're they not also, lighting the beam this year. Um, I know Matt George of Locked On Kings hates this. They were super healthy last year. Look at look at their yeah. ro- look at their rotation last year. I mean, everybody played a ton of games for them last year. They had uh they had really good health. They also had really good clutch stuff too, and they're not sneaking up on anybody this year. I feel like what happened to the Mavericks last year could happen to the Kings this year in the sense that mm. All right, no one's no one's surprised about you anymore. They know your weaknesses. They know that you're going to play Sabonis and you can't rebound and you know like they got all these they got all these issues. Uh, but yeah, you had Sabonis played 79 games, Fox played 73, Harrison Barnes played 82, Keegan Murray 80, Kevin Herter 75, Malik Monk 77, Davion Mitchell 80. That's their top 7 in their rotation and they bring them all back. They also didn't really add anything to it, but I, I don't hold that against them too much. But yeah, yeah, I actually think they're still really good. Um, I'm kind of drinking the Kool Aid on Vazinkov. Um, yeah, yeah, the, the rookie they brought over. Yeah, I think I think he's pretty good. And no, I, I just I really like Mike Brown, and I like yeah, you know, I think Keegan Murray is is pretty good. So I kind of like the continuity of everything they had last year. The light, the beam, really good record. All of that, bringing it back. Let's run this thing back. And- I apologize. I said they didn't add anything. I was wrong. JaVale McGee. Oh my gosh. I forgot. <laughs> Coming up, let's talk about well, who else we have in the West. Who misses the play-in? Who misses the playoffs? There's a there's a really good team that will miss the play the play-in this year again in the West, probably. We'll talk about who that team is coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about better help. Man, I've had some things in my life recently, and I've like just a loss. Like someone is is stepping out of my life that I just wish wouldn't, and I've had to I've had to talk through this with somebody, a therapist. You have to bring it up. If there's a relationship in your life, say a relationship that has lasted almost seven years, of someone that walks out and you need someone to talk to about, BetterHelp can help you. Go to BetterHelp.com/slash/lockedonNBA uh, and you can get. Better help for yourself. You can talk to a therapist to find somebody that's licensed and uh, designated to be f- convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime. No additional charge. Make your brain your friend with better help, even if your friend is leaving you for another podcast. Betterhelp.com slash locked on NBA today to get 10% off your first month. Again, betterhelp.com slash locked on NBA. I need a recovery beer. All right, Isaac. We went through the top of our West standings. All right, give me your just re reread yours all the way to the Mavericks. Who you have right now? Yeah, I got Denver and Phoenix at the top, tier one, tier two, Lakers, Warriors, Kings, and tier two, and then tier three. I have the Timberwolves, Grizzlies. Yep. And then the Mavericks, then the Thunder. 
Yep. So the only big difference we have really, if we're just going to go by your tiers is the Kings. I have the Kings basically like falling down a tier and you have them back up where they were. I mean, I don't even have the Clippers in the top nine. Fair. The Cl- okay. Clippers and so. Kings are the, the, are two big differences. I'll take a step further. Here's one of my hotter takes of the Western conference. I think the Rockets make the plan. Wow. I only have, I'm, I'm at 12, so I have them two spots off, but yeah. Okay. It's, too, like mu- my hot- it's too much for me. <laughs> okay, wait. Okay. Pitch me on it. Give me the Jackson Gatlin locked on Rockets pitch of like, this is how they make the play in. You go, you, you go from Silas to Ime. Ime is not, not around for this stuff. Like, Big jump. Ime is not signing up to do this Houston experience if it's like, hey, we want to get more young guys in here. That's clearly not the case with the offseason additions. I mean, they just added Reggie Bullock, too. So Reggie Bullock, Fred Van Vliet, an insane amount of money, $80 million. Dylan Brooks. Well, actually, they gave Van Vliet more money than $80 million. It's like $40, $40 million a they year. They gave him $40 million a year for what, three and a half years. Uh, Dylan Brooks, massive contract. Um, they just added – they brought in Jeff Green, some other guys. They, they, they still have Boban. So it, it's like now they're – adding some adults in the room as some key positions. And I've always said this. I always love when young teams add a vet, like adult point guard in the room. They got that in Van Vliet. And now they get to see like their young pieces in a winning environment. So Jabari, they get to see Jalen green. I'm higher on Jabari than I am Jalen green. Uh, the Thompson brother. I mean, Shingun, they have pieces, you know, young pieces across the roster. So I, I just think that they're going to take a leap. I think they are already getting better. And now you added like win now players that none of those dudes are going to be like, dude, we're going to suck this year unless some big injuries happen. So I just, I mean, it takes one little step forward from a Jabari or Jalen green to go with the win now vets. And they're not a bad like team as, as like hard as that is for me to say. Do you think the Rockets added 20 wins? I could have. That's what they'll have to do. I mean, maybe not have to do. We never know what that mark is. They won. Like. They won twenty-two games last year, and mm-hmm. the play-in was forty-two games, forty-two wins. It might be a little lower this year. Never know. Could be. Uh, Thunder won forty. So yeah, they, they. I mean, could win. Could eighteen more wins? Did they add eighteen more wins? That I mean, that's that's just so hard to do. It's a lot. I mean, and then you're like comparing them against. All right, it's Houston versus OKC versus New Orleans. You know, New Orleans, yeah, uh, Memphis or like Dallas or whoever it is. So it's like, all right. I mean, would, your heart would like crush if like Houston had a better record than Dallas this year. Yeah, we can't have the Rangers beating the the Astros and then the Mavericks not being better than the Rockets in the NBA. Can't happen. Yeah, that can't happen. No, for for what's the, your, for the sake of ho- DFW sports. What's your hottest like West take? It's probably Kings. I, I, honestly, it's probably the Mavericks at six. <laughs> that one's probably the Mavericks being better than the Grizzlies is, uh, and the Kings and the Timberwolves is pretty hot. I mean, that's, but then it's, then it's Kings after that. I'm, I'm low on the Kings this year. And, and the selling point for the Mavericks to finish sixth is like, all right, I don't think hardly anybody's going to put them over the like Nuggets, Suns, Lakers, Warriors, not even me. So then after that, it's like the two spots, five and six, like the cases for Dallas over Sacramento or in Minnesota, and Memphis uh, and OKC. I mean, 
I'm sure a lot of you know, our listeners listen to Bill Simmons too. And he's like, OKC fourth in the West. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think they're going to be a trendy pick. I haven't seen many standings predictions yet, but I'm assuming most people are going to have Dallas as a play in team right now. And, yeah. and it's, ba- it's mainly because of a wait and see approach. If you're, if you're putting Dallas in the top four of the West, then you're just really banking on and And that's what you have to do, but there's just no, like, there's really no evidence of it yet of the Kyrie Luca pairing being awesome. And that's your, that's your main case, right? Like we've talked about all the other question marks around the roster uh, of what they could be this year. But the biggest case for Dallas is Luca and Kyrie are all NBA players. They're all stars again, and they're back. I mean, they're playing just top notch basketball as a duo. And because of that, because of their talent and how good they are, then that duo alone, yes, could put the Mavericks fourth or fifth in the West. Also, don't forget, two years ago, the Mavericks won 52 games in the regular season. And basically that team, you take you take Porzingis and you turn him into Kyrie Irving, right? And it's kind of the, it's kind of the same team. What spot did they finish in the West? Fourth. fourth. They were one win off of the Warriors for third. That was the year the Suns won 64 games. And then what did they do in the playoffs? Wow, I don't know. I can't remember. What a 64 win team should have done better in the like. I just I can't remember because I was remembering who that final four teams was. Like I don't even remember the Suns. Were they even in it? Did it go to Game Seven? Wow, can't know. be. I gotta look. I, I gotta look that up. I'll I'll check the record books. Hit up Brandon Clean. <laughs> Brandon, I don't know Brandon Clean. He's been through enough. He's having fun with his new Suns team now. Uh, but yeah, the, like like Luca and top five players, they finish in the top part of their of the standings, right? Last year was such an anomaly for that with a top five player finishing that low. It just, I mean, yeah. doesn't happen historically. So that's why I started the show with, I got to shake the, they were a 38 win team last year. It just, I mean, last year was a year from hell. So this year, we learn a lot about Jason Kidd as a coach. We learn a lot about Luca as the one-star player. We learn a lot about Kyrie. This year, we're going to learn a ton. Let us know where we finished, where you think the Mavericks finished in the comments. You got let's, let's, any more follow-ups or you have any more standing stuff that you want to go through? I don't think so. I mean, I think we both probably have the Spurs, we're, Blazers, Jazz at the bottom. Yeah, I go, I go Rockets, Spurs, Jazz, Blazers in that order. Wow, you think the Rockets are the worst team in the league? No, no. Rockets, Spurs, Jazz Blazers in that oh, order, like oh, going oh, down. Uh, I'd say it's that's really hard for me. It's New Orleans. I, I'm I, 11th, and I really have no reason besides I don't think I don't Zion's going to be healthy. Like, I just don't believe him. I, I just don't know. I have no clue what to do with him. And I'm actually, like, I'm more confident in, like, Memphis. Like, I'm not as worried as much about, like, Marcus Smart and, and Derrick Rose and stuff. Like, I think they're a well-coached team. I think they have a good roster. They have some good young. I mean, Zaire Williams just had a good good night last night. Like, it's like they keep on finding pieces that look good. And so I think they're gonna kind of hold the ship afloat until Ja gets back. Yeah, in seventh, and then they'll stay seventh. <laughs> and then the Thunders. I mean, Thunders one of the biggest wild cards of everything. So hard. They're starting a rookie center too. Yeah, but I mean, but if you told me that they finished fourth, I wouldn't be that shocked that they all took fourth. The, yeah, that they took the leap. I think they're all that that good. But if you tell me they finished ninth or 10th, I'd be like, okay, too. I think like, Jalen Williams would have to be an all-star for that to happen. I think Chet would have to stay. I think if Chet stays healthy for most of the season, they're going to be pretty good. 
Okay. Let us know in the comment section where where does the Mavericks finish? Where are we crazy on some of these? Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mavs. Peace out. Boom.